It's showtime. Welcome back to another episode on Coffee with Craner. I'm your host, Lyndon Crane, joined today by a very special guest, Max DeAngelis, uh, president and co-owner of Fortis Group Construction Company uh, in Windsor-Essex, but also in uh, across Ontario. Um, many buildings throughout the community have built uh, have built strong by Fortis Group, um, some to name the, the St. Clair College Complex, uh, the Lero Centre, and the new high school actually in Amherstburg for folks that are in Amherstburg that are watching tonight. So a lot of great buildings and infrastructure that has been built by Fortis Group. And Max is leading the team at Fortis Group. And I'm glad to have, have you on the show today, Max. Uh, thank you, Lyndon. It's uh, great to be here. And uh, it's nice to be able to put a sports coat on for the first time probably in a year. Uh, you know, just got me out of my work boots. So I appreciate you having us on. Thank you. Excellent. So where would you say you're, you're a busy guy a uh, lot of lot of things happening in your life. Where do you go and grab a cup of coffee to start your day? Well, I mean, uh, Monday to Friday, it's the uh, your your basic Starbucks uh, blonde roast with a cup of milk. And uh, the weekends when I really get to treat myself, there's nothing better than uh, Tallulah Cafe in Walkerville. My buddy Matt Woods there, uh, the Guatemalan blend. So I get to uh, head out there on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, and and get a good uh, good uh, cup of Java. So it's uh, that, that's the routine. A lot of coffee. <laughs> and it sounds like you know your coffee well. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So tell me, how did you get started in this this construction industry? And you're the first guest that I've had on uh, that's specifically talking about construction. It, it's really interesting how you got into it. Yeah, so I mean, I uh, way back, I had some crazy, uh, crazy notion I was going to be a dentist. Uh, how that happened, I don't really know. But um, Let's just say my uh, academic career wasn't uh, wasn't strong enough to support uh, dentist uh, dentistry or anything medical related, let alone getting out of high school or university or college. But uh, basically, I started working with my dad and my uncles at a very young age. Um, and um, back in 1996, my father was um, generous enough to uh, uh, throw a five thousand dollar check across the uh, the desk and uh, you know wish me luck and I incorporated a company at the time, DeAngelis Construction. Uh, and with that $5,000, um, that's how I, that's that's how it all began. Um, basically, no employees, um, uh, you know, incorporated company and, and off I went. So uh, almost uh, 28 years later, or whatever it is, um, 25 um, on my own. So now with Fortis and uh, yeah, humble roots, uh, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, um, a lot of a lot of lessons learned, good and bad. Um, but um, yeah, pretty proud of where we're at uh, as an organization, that's for sure. Definitely, talk about a, a success story, um, changing career paths, and now building you know a multi-million dollar corporation um, right right in the community that you're living in. What was it like? I mean, you talked about uh, DeAngelis uh, Construction Company and now merging with uh, the Fortis Group recently. What what challenges did you face as a construction leader merging those companies? What are some opportunities that you had? Yeah, so I mean, the the reason behind the merger was to um, to just basically create scale and mass. And, and it's funny how it started. I mean, uh, you know, I got to a point uh, where I was too big to be small, too small to be big. Um, it was just kind of that that awkward situation, uh, particularly in this region. Um, I started doing a lot of work for Leon's Furniture, uh, Leon's family throughout Ontario. So I uh, was traveling up and down to 401, you know, sometimes two, three times a week, putting, you know, 80, 90,000 kilometers uh, a year on uh, on my truck. So um, 
I was looking for mergers or acquisitions at the time, um, just basically to get outside of this this mid-range pocket and kind of get to the larger scale. Um, and funny enough, I had met my partner, uh, my now partner, Tyler Beckett, at uh, the Porter Lounge at the Windsor Airport one morning. And um, he just in passing, he said to me, he said, uh, I think of the words where he says, uh, you want to buy a slightly used construction company. And that was the, the company that he had at the time. And, um, you know, we had a couple laughs and I said, as a matter of fact, you know, maybe uh, maybe I will buy it. Um, so what ended up happening is like, a couple of days later, he shot me a text and he said, were you, uh, you know, were you serious or were you kidding? And I said, no, you know what? I, um, I am serious. I, I want to be able to get uh, to the next level. And, and we had a conversation and probably about, you know, six months later, everything was kind of stenciled. And that became a merger between our two companies uh, into what now is is Fortis Group, um, and it, it has really panned out with respect to to how we wanted uh, the business to grow and how we wanted the business to to excel throughout Ontario. Now having an office in Windsor, London, and uh, in Toronto, so um, challenging for sure, um, gutsy. Uh, there's no doubt. Um, I think a lot of people. Were surprised with what we did uh, a lot of people were surprised after so long kind of being on my own as well um and being able to take on uh, on a partner but uh, it's been fantastic with uh, with tyler it's been um a great um you know a great run here and celebrating our, our fifth year now at fortis uh, and pretty proud of the, of the entire team that's for sure yeah it's been uh really great to see all the different capital projects really taking taking off in the community with with your leadership and and the fortis group um are, are you happy about this this merge i, I would imagine you are how, how is it how has it changed throughout the years um is there any really difference between your old construction company and what you're doing now yeah i mean it the, you know the first few years um you know emerging companies is is uh, on paper um, you know, you have a financial reporting structure and you have an operational structure and you have everything in between with respect to org charts and the way the business functions. Um, but you're also merging and kind of like mashing, you know, two different types of, of cultures, two different types of operating systems. So um, at the time, you know, I think we kind of underestimated kind of what different types of corporate cultures mean. And that took uh, that took a few years to basically find our own identity at Fortis. So I'm very, very happy. You know, we, we, we are now, you know, in the top 40 in Canada, I think we're number 38 or 39 at the, you know, this year, I think 38 last year, 39 uh, this year. Um, and that's in five years. I mean, um, 140 people employed, um, giving back to the community, uh, being able to do, you know, these tremendous jobs that, that we're on. Um, so yeah, I mean, it is really everything that, um, you know, that we, uh, we, we planned out and we sketched out. Um, not necessarily easy to get to where we've gotten, um, but again, I think uh, when you strive to be the best uh, and when you strive for improvement, um, you know things just just get easier, and and that's what it's all about. And I can't imagine what your your workday looks like. Can you talk to us more about what? What it is your role is as as president and, and co-owner of, of Fortis Group. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I uh, you know, I do struggle with sleep. So, I mean, that's uh, I don't really sleep very much if I'm lucky to get three, four hours a night. So, um, you know, it's very, very early mornings, um, you know, late days. Um, 
you know, they're, they're, they're 15, 16 hour days. But I mean, my, my role generally here is I, I do a lot of the, um, you know, the, the field operations and, and things like that. I'm still, uh, you know, I, I grew up, I grew up in work boots, you know, that's how I want to die. I don't want, I don't need, you know, fancy leather shoes. I mean, I'd rather be, you know, put away in a, in a, in a pair of work boots and, you know, covered in mud. That, that's what makes me happy. But, um, you know, these are my roots. Um, and, you know, Tyler and I have a very good balance between, you know, office and, and field. So I generally manage a lot of the, the you know, the brick and mortar type thing, right? Uh, also do a lot of business uh, development um, and, you know, take care of a lot of, you know, conflicts or disputes or, you know, uh, you know, delays and that type of thing. So uh, it's a good balance. Um, you know, I, I, I also uh, run a handful of other diversified uh, companies. So I take care of those other companies as well. So uh, between between, you know, my partner and I, it's it's a nice divide and conquer. Um, but generally, you know, I'm on sites, um, you know, during the day, I'm in the in and out of the office. Um, I do like to get up to all of my sites throughout Ontario at least, you know, uh, once a week, um, and that takes generally a couple days to get through all those sites. So, um, you know, they're they're busy weeks, um, but again, it's it's you know at this scale, uh, you have to kind of set your your you know your own paths, and everybody kind of stays in their own lane, and and you divide and conquer as necessarily. So it, it's it works. How many projects would you say like are, are ongoing right now with with Fortis Group? There must be a bunch. Yeah, there's probably uh, thirty five throughout Ontario. Wow. Yeah, and you still, even though there, you know, there's that many, you still sometimes put on the work boots and, and head to the site and and um, are with your employees. Yeah, I mean, those are my favorite days. I was just, uh, I, I was at um, at Atlas Tube and Harrow pouring concrete for my buddy out there, and. Uh, you know, I had three or four great days out there with the guys. I mean, I'm going to, you know, go do some concrete forming next week. I mean, you know, the, the odd time I do get to, to go out and, 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 you know, do what I love to do. And, and quite frankly, those are great days as well. I mean, the rewarding days to, to, to be able to be out with the crew, to be able to, to participate uh, and to be able to have a good time. I mean, we've built this company, um, you know, based on, on 140 family members. I mean, I don't, I don't look at, 140 employees. I look at 140, you know, brothers and sisters and people that I respect tremendously and, and people that I know uh, come to work every day to do the best that they can for, for themselves as, as much as for Fortis Group. So uh, it's, it's, those are great days. Um, believe it or not, I, I mean, that's, if I could do that every day, I would, but as a business owner, you can't. So I, 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 I try to run the blend. The Fortis family. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. So there's 140 employees. What are some opportunities available to young professionals, um, whether it's in your company or in construction in general? Because I imagine there's more to it than, um, I guess, like laying down concrete, like you mentioned. Yeah, I mean, there there is, you know, project management, you know, site superintendents, um, uh, you know, field staff, project coordinators, you know, clerical work, you know, cost accounting. I mean, the one thing about construction is it's it is everything from you know boots on the ground you know bricks blocks you know sticks whatever you want to do you know electrical mechanical all the way through to you know hr uh, project management project coordinating you know site superintendents you know accounting uh, you know the whole gamut um, in this business um, it generally doesn't slow down so at the end of the day if uh, you know if if you like challenges, if you like, you know, 
a very dynamic uh, type of environment um, because everything is different. Every, every day is a different day in the construction business and you have to be up for that. You have to be built for change and you have to be built for flexibility. You never know what's going to hit you or what's coming where. So um, it, it is a great industry and I think it, it's, it's, it's done, you know, it's done well by a lot of people. Um, it employs a lot of people, I mean, in, in any aspect of, of the construction sector. So there's a tremendous amount of opportunity uh, at any level. Um, and, and I would encourage, you know, young, young people to, 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 to take a look at the construction industry and to really treat it as a professional trade. I mean, I think a lot of times we, we think, you know, if you're a laborer or a carpenter or a roofer, you know, that, you know, sometimes, you know, you know, you're, you're a lesser person or you're not educated. That, that's not the truth. I mean, the truth of the matter is that these are highly skilled uh, uh, men and women who have a great uh, uh, future ahead of them. They have a tremendous skill set and they have tremendous opportunities to, to feed their families and to do well. Definitely, definitely agree with you 100%. If, if somebody wants to get in the construction industry, any type of, of job, what should they do? I mean, I think they, they, the one thing they shouldn't do is is just chase money. You know, you don't want to get into any type of business or any type of of of, of you know, whether it's a trade or whether it's a career, just to go ahead and say, you know, I want to do this because I think I can make a lot of money. The first thing that you need to do is to make sure that you're passionate about it and that you want to do it. Um, and that's first and foremost. And anybody who does want to get into the into this industry needs to make sure that that you know, their goal is to be the best that they can be. Everything else will come around that. The opportunities will come, the money will come, the growth will come. Um, there are so many organizations with respect to, you know, colleges and universities, you know, union or non-union. Um, there's just so much opportunity with respect to, you know, multiple trades, whether you're, you're you know, whether you're a carpenter, whether you're a bricklayer, whether you're a mechanical guy, electrician, roofer, whatever it is. Um, you just got to pick what you like to do. And, 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 and decide that you want to be the best at it and the rest will come. Amazing. I appreciate that advice. And especially for, for the young, young generation that is watching and, and as it can be difficult to figure out what do you want to do after uh, high school, university, college, whatever it is. And it's really great to see that there's so many avenues in construction available to them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. If, if you don't mind, we'll switch over to uh, your company and talking your, about your company specifically. I had some really great questions that came in um, that I wanted to ask. Uh, Joe Liviero, uh, real, real estate and construction is a tough business. What makes Fortis stand out from the competition? I mean, I think what makes us stand out for the competition is, I mean, we, we are, you know, we are a $140 million company. We're not, uh, we're not a small company, but, but at the end of the day, what, what we are is a company that's that's become very very nimble at any scale um you have two very hands-on owners who who are are, are hands-on uh, you have one that's generally you know boots on the ground um what makes us different i think is our attention to detail our attention to to our clients our attention to our, our trade partners as well you know and how we take care of our our subcontractors and that type of thing so it, it is a cutthroat business. I don't think there's there's a business that is 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 any more cutthroat as ours. And it's a low bid business. I mean, if I'm if I'm a thousand dollars for a job and and another contractor is nine hundred dollars for that same job, nine times out of ten they're getting the job. So that is a challenge right right then and there. We're not 
you know, this massive company that can't go do a little $5,000 job and we can do everything in between. So we, we've remained kind of focused and nimble and we remain kind of consistent to our client. Um, and I think that makes a difference. I mean, I have generally every client that I have, every contractor that I, that I work with has my personal cell phone, has my email, and I'm available 24-7 as, as is my partner. That's what makes the difference. Um, if we run this company as an organization where, you know, the owners are hands off, um, you'll find very, very, very quickly that, uh, you know, you lose that edge and you lose, you lose that kind of like that personal service. So I think it's, it, it, it's fundamentally, that's one of our mission statements and one of our core values is to stay rooted to, to you know, to our humble roots, right? No matter, no matter what scale. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people would really appreciate that, especially the the mom and pop shops and smaller businesses that they can approach Fortis Group and know that they're being taken care of, um, regardless of how if it's like you mentioned, a five thousand dollar project versus you know multi million dollar um, project in the community. So, I really great advice, and thanks for sharing that. And Joe, thanks for the question. Uh, a couple more here, um, a lot of great positive comments as well. Max, um, Pam Mady says, "Great team at Fortis, well done." Thank you, Pam. Uh, David loves the the blue jacket. Says it's dazzling. <laughs> yeah, he would love the blue jacket. <laughs> uh, Mark Reno again loves the uh, the Libro Complex. An outstanding job. This is a counselor in, in Amherstburg, so he really appreciates that. Um, the next question we have is from Paul McAuley. What do you measure as success for the next five years um, with the Fortis Group, and then also with your personal life? Yeah, I mean. And that's a great question because um, I have a little model saying, you know, uh, the success is, is often measured and never defined. And what that means to me is um, people from the outside kind of tend to measure your success. Uh, you know, you show up and you have a, you know, a, you know, a dazzling blue coat or you have a Rolex watch or you have a fancy car or you live in a large house. People think, you know, that that's a successful, successful guy. That's not necessarily kind of how I would define my own success. I mean, success means, yes, you have a financial component that 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 kind of, you know, your work has paid dividends and, 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 and you're doing well. But success also means you know, how good you are at what you do, how good you are to your employees and how good you are to your community and to yourself. It's not about, you know, a financial measure only. So, I mean, in 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 my world personally, um, it's about being a better person the next day. It's about being a better contractor tomorrow. It's about being better to the people that I love and care for, the people that I employ, the people that I work with, uh, and you know, being a better human being. It's not simply about money. Um, and I've taken that approach because most people have always kind of measured the so-called success by the size of your wallet. What I want to be measured from, from a success perspective for myself personally, Fortis is being the best in the business. I want people to call Max DeAngelis or call Fortis Group because they want the best in the business and because they want to be taken care of. I want you know young individuals like yourself who are, are learning uh, you know along the way, have questions and need mentorship and guidance. I want them to be able to come to me at any point in time and say, hey, what is your advice? Not because I haven't done a good job, not because, you know, I'm all over the newspaper scattered because I'm all kinds of, you know, in all kinds of trouble. I want to be, you know, a guy who's positive and positive in my industry. 
and helping the next generation get to where they need to get. To me, that's my own personal success. And watching 140 people in this company go from literally, you know, I've had guys go from, from sweeping floors to making six figures, you know, in 10 years. I mean, that is that to me is the most rewarding thing when I when I can pull up into a parking lot or onto a job site and a guy's got a brand new pickup and it's his pride and joy and he's just so happy about that. Or he's gone from being a field guy to a superintendent or to a project management, you know, position. That keeps me going every day. And that's what makes me get up in the morning at, you know, 5 a.m. to do this all over again. I, yeah, I don't know what to say. Um, yeah, very, very inspiring. Um, I think a lot of a lot of great points that you made and, and something that I, I, I will take back and reflect on um, after this interview for sure. Um, and I imagine you take, I would imagine it's, it's very satisfying to see going into a community and knowing that Fortis Group has, has really built that community up. Yeah, I mean, you know, we were joking earlier. I mean, between high school, you know, St. Clair College, my brief stint at the University of Windsor, I mean, I pretty much got kicked out of all three of those schools. But I mean, we were joking before. I mean, I'm building, I'm building now the high school that I went to. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm at, you know, I just finished St. Clair College where I graduated in engineering, you know, $25 million complex there. We have 120 or $118 million worth of work at University of Windsor where I, you know, I had a, maybe a couple of years stint there. Um, you know, the Libro Center in, in Amherstburg growing up there and watching my kids actually be the, the first two people on that ice uh, were, were, were was my son and my daughter. So, I mean, at the end of the day, there is fulfilling moments and creating these communities and creating these athletic complexes and these institutions where, you know, you drive around and you leave your mark. Um, it, it's something that, you know, as a builder, I think you get it. You know, you can drive by and you say, you know, I, I, I built that building. I laid those bricks and blocks. You know, I've, I've built those walls. I know I formed and poured that concrete. I mean, there's so many of those buildings that I, I can look at. Um, and it does make a difference when, when you do it from your heart and when you do it when you want to give back. So uh, the one thing about, about our business is, yeah, you kind of leave your mark. Um, and now we're leaving our mark throughout Ontario. I mean, I'm driving up and down to 401. Um, and I'm seeing Fortis trucks. I'm seeing Fortis jobs. I mean, I'm seeing like, you know, Ford is kind of littered throughout, you know, littered throughout the province. Uh, it, it's pretty rewarding starting with $5,000, um, you know, and not a lot of encouragement. I mean, it was a $5,000 check, you know, thrown across the desk. And, and basically, I think the comment was, you know, come back next week when you need more. And, and I never came back. So I'm, I'm pretty proud of that. Yes, you, d you definitely should be. Um, and I, I want to be conscious of your time here, but we do have a couple more questions, if you, if you don't mind. Um, David Mady has a question. What advice do you have uh, for a young entrepreneur like himself? <laughs> like himself? <laughs> David Mady is a seasoned entrepreneur. <laughs> I, my, my advice is, is to, to really and truly to be um, the best that you can. To wake up in the morning to, to excel, to wake up in the morning to challenge yourself, um, to wake up in the morning doing what you want to do. And at the end of the day, I think everything else comes. I mean, so many times people set their compass to the wrong setting, to the wrong heading. Uh, and it's, it's motivated by so many other things. And it's also motivated by how they define their own success. 
you get a job and, and let's say the job's paying $15 an hour for you and it's paying $15 an hour for me. The better I do, the more I climb. We're, we're going to start at the same rate. But the more I do, the further ahead I get from you. So at the end of the day, when you can program yourself and you can fall in love with what you're doing and continue to push yourself, the rest will come. And you never give up. Always be you know, true to your values and to your, to your core values and to your industry. I can't be the, the leader that I want to be if I'm not good to my industry and if I'm also not good to my competitors. The better I am to my industry and the better I am to my competitors, the better is for your generation. And that's what we're here for, especially at 50 years old. I'm not here for much, you know, I'm here for whatever, 20 more years or 15 more years before I retire, but we're setting the foundations for your generation. I think you're uh, muted or I can't hear you. Oh, there we go. So, yes, uh, another question came in from Matthew Woods. What's your favorite project type, uh, sports, entertainment, hospitality? I've really enjoyed uh, sports and recreational complexes. I mean, we did the the Aquatic Center downtown. We did the WFCU pool, um, Amherstburg Arena. Uh, you know, we've done, you know, sporting complexes, St. Clair College. Recreational work has kind of been – uh, personally, it's been something that, that I've been very, very fond of because when you leave there, you create family environment, you create family atmospheres, atmosphere. I mean, you, you, you know, I drive by these facilities and I see moms and dads and grandfathers and grandmas, families, you know, playing soccer, playing hockey, whatever it is, playing football. To me, for whatever reason, it's been one of those things that I just, I, I've kind of like, you know, dove into. Uh, I think I really got the bug when when I did, uh, you know, do Amherstburg, you know, the, the arena and the, the complex, the Libro complex. That's where I started to get this feel for 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 recreational work. And we've been so fortunate. I mean, you know, the Windsor Aquatic, you know, a complex downtown, I mean, $78 million world-class facility. That was a design build. You know, the Libro Center was a design build. I, ha I had, you know, input into, into how I can't even skate, let alone you know, play hockey, but I was there helping design what I thought would be a better arena. I, you know, and, and it, it was fun along the way, but to go there on opening day and see kids and families happy, smiling, active, it's pretty cool. It has like this, this trickle effect, right? In the community, it, it's, I don't know, it's, it's a hub for people to gather and, um, have memories right yeah. and uh being a part of that must be really special it is um one last question for you uh from giselle great community leader and role model and ykg proud to call you a friend a great friend um can you talk about um your upcoming residential projects in the area yeah so we have um thank you giselle we, we have um, um our own you know a couple of our own developments uh one at uh, the urban and, and tecumseh a 32-unit apartment building. We have a 73-unit uh, condo building at Howard and Cabana called Soho. Um, and we're currently doing three or four other uh, residential developments, a couple here in Windsor. We're doing a $48 million um, eight-story uh, complex in Hyde Park in London. So a lot of residential work coming up. We, we, we have some slated for LaSalle. We have some slated for Kingsville. 
Um, so we are starting to kind of, you know, make our mark into, into the residential sector, um, not only for our, for our clients, but also for ourselves as well. Um, you know, and that's kind of a new, you know, kind of a new spin. I mean, we've done some residential in the past, but now we're starting to kind of, you know, the market is, is the way the market is. And, and a lot of developers have come to us for, for that level of service and expertise. So, um, yeah, pretty, pretty excited about that. Um, the one in London at Hyde Park will be kind of our largest um, residential kind of multi-use at, uh, at, at, at that size and scale, just a little under 50 million. So that, uh, that's a two-year project and it's pretty exciting. That is exciting. We need houses, right? The more houses, the better in our, in our community. Absolutely. Uh, final question for you. I promise we won't keep you here too, too, more long, uh, too much longer. Uh, David Mady again is asking, what would be uh, a project you're most proud of? Um, I would say the Amherstburg Arena, um, just because it, you know, it is my hometown. I, I grew up in Amherstburg. Um, I had so much involvement in the design. Um, and also for most people don't, don't know this, but there's a huge accessible component of the Amherstburg Arena, um, which, you know, if you go there, you'll notice there's not, you know, curbs and things like that. So at the end of the day, you know, whether, you know, whether you're visually impaired, you know, whether you're in a wheelchair, you know, everything that weight, wayfinding, signage, kind of access, everything's kind of on grade. And we work with a, a great accessible consultant as well. So I learned a lot about, you know, things like, you know, door handles and, and, and water faucets and that type of thing. But all of that put together into that complex, um, it just kind of, to me, it just kind of was, wow, that, you know, I walked away there saying, I'm, I'm, I'm just very, very proud. I mean, I have a little bit of a soft spot now for the Amherstburg High School because I never would have thought in a million years, barely getting out of high school, um, that I would be building, you know, my new high school, right? So that's also a very proud moment. And, in, and it's, in, it's in the town that, you know, that I grew up in, right? And I have a lot of memories there. So, you know, it's also a proud moment for me to watch, you know, my, my mom and my dad and my niece and nephew and, and, and my brother kind of drive by and family and friends to be able to see kind of the Libro Center and they'll see Fortis at General Amherst High School. So, yeah, a little bit, I would say those are, are, are pretty much cap off, you know, some of the better ones, that's for sure. Awesome. I mean, there's been a, a lots of love for you tonight, uh, Max. Looks like employees, friends, and you talked about the 140 uh, employees that you have, and it seems like you're making a really great mark. Um, Jennifer Young, so proud to work at this amazing company. Uh, Justin, uh, Max is a fantastic mentor in the construction industry. He's one of the main people who got me to where I am in this industry. Fantastic role model. And uh, again, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Max is a great friend, proud to say he's worked with you. So uh, this was a really, really fantastic interview, Max. I, I really enjoyed listening to you and, and hearing your story and growing up in a, a small town and um, now building the, the town that you grew up in. So it's been really awesome speaking with you tonight. Thank you, Lynn. I really appreciate the opportunity. I'm here for you anytime and continue to do great things. Thank you. And those watching, thanks for watching and we'll see you very soon. Thank you.